Did you know that it's over, Anakin? I have the high ground? We've got all sorts of crazy randomness and awesome stories and adventures coming up. We got lots of info. Let's rock and roll. It's Did You Know with Rhino. Hello and welcome to this episode of Did You Know with Rhino. In case you didn't know, I'm Rhino. This is my show and I know exactly what you were thinking. You underestimate my power. Today's episode is going to be a fun journey, just like most of our episodes. In fact, what we're going to do this episode is we're going to have lots of fun, and you might even learn something. So without further ado, let's do it. You know, in this show, we talk about all sorts of crazy stuff, randomness, but we don't do it alone, especially on an episode like this. So today will be graced with a special guest. Yes, folks, today is going to be another Star Wars-themed episode. So we'll be talking to our local Star Wars expert, John Doggett. So let's start things off the way that we normally do. And that starts me off by saying, what you been up to, dude? Oh, we've been uh, trying not to freeze here in the the warm south. It was it was thirty degrees this morning. That sounds absolutely stupid. Like, why would it be such a weird temperature? I know. It's, it's I, I moved from Michigan for a reason, right? <laughs> and that reason was to not freeze your buns off when you left the door. Exactly. And my uh, my lovely wife is at a track meet tonight, hopefully wearing lots of layers and not becoming uh, a human popsicle. Yeah, running around in the middle of South Carolina in 40 de- – actually, running around anywhere in 40-degree, 50-degree <laughs> weather is not fun. It is not. I mean, some would say running's not fun, but then – that might just be me, though. <laughs> I think I'm with you. Um, only time I'm running is if I'm being chased or if I'm about to miss happy hour. Or there's pizza involved. Oh, I'm always running if there's pizza involved. <laughs> or if I'm trying to snag a table. But um, statistics have proven that I may get stopped at every single red light, but I'm going to get a good table or a good parking spot. <laughs> Definitely. And I can attest to that. We've had a uh, very thorough clinical trial on that over the course of one afternoon. <laughs> it's It's been it's been an ongoing thing. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I have this weird karma where I stop at 30 percent more stoplights than most people. It, it's weird, but I get front row parking because timing. So that's that bit of karma. And I, I, I think it works out pretty well as long as you, if you can handle some red lights. But the good parking is like awesome. <laughs> and that's what what makes it all worth it. Like, I mean, you get to listen to two or three extra songs along the way, so it's not that bad. There you go. And I have noticed that the Ryan O effect does apply even if he sent you a text message because I got a text from Ryan, and then I hit three red lights in a row. Yeah, it's digital karma as well. <laughs> so if you get contacted by Ryano, be prepared to stop. <laughs> it's going to be awkward and a half, but sometimes it ends up being amazing. Exactly. So speaking of things that are somewhere in between, 
We always start off with Rhino in the mailbox of doom, which is where I get to basically check my email out loud and we get to figure out what's up. So my last email that was sent to uh, did you know Rhino at gmail.com was about um, Apple Podcasts is changing how they how they tag their episodes. So in the future, if people see like, instead of seeing normally how my show goes is for, for this one, you'll see 23 and then the episode title because it's episode number and then title, but they're, they've been changing the way that you can label and tag things. So that might change the future of this show. Interesting. I wonder if people would be okay with me doing Roman numerals. Ooh, I think that could be fun. (laughs) I think that would be a good time. So instead it'd be XXIII? Yes. Yes. And then, because then it's a, it's a mental challenge for those that haven't maybe thought about Roman numerals in a while, aside from like the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that was the last time I thought about Roman numerals. <laughs> Usually it's a one-time-a-year occurrence for most people, I think. Unless you're really into Rome. Actually, that's not true. I was uh, thinking about copyrights, because at the old cartoons, um, at the very beginning of, or very end of the credits, in a really small print, it'll say copyright, and then it'll give seven really weird digits, and you have to figure out what it is. And then it blew my mind in 2000 when I started seeing copyright MN. I was like, whoa, hold the phone. Where'd all my, where'd all my letters go? What is this M you speak of? I know. Man, does that, does that, I don't know if that makes us old yet or not. It probably does. Well, compared to people who are listening to podcasts, um, we are right in the middle of the target <laughs> demographic. So, hooray! <laughs> So so that's good. Uh, also in the emails, apparently one of my shirts has been um, approved for our Zazzle page. Woohoo! So if you want a t-shirt with my face on it, or one that has a beer with the seatbelt on it, um, which is the, the, the pregame responsibly logo, <laughs> then, then you can do that. There you go. And who doesn't want a shirt with Rhino's face on it? I mean, I'm pretty sure I want a shirt with Rhino's face on it. I'm a handsome guy. That's what's coming for your birthday. They're perfect. Uh, so so on your side of things, have you been getting any weird uh, voicemails lately by anybody? Um, I haven't had any voicemails. I've had, I think I had like six phone calls, but no voicemails today. They don't um, leave you weird voicemails after they call you? No, and I'm kind of disappointed by that because I'm like, if I have to be bothered by the notification that you're calling, the least you could do is leave me some cryptic weird voicemail, may or may not be in English. I got one the other day from this girl named Kate who wanted me to respond to an email that she sent me. Ooh. What did Kate want you to? <laughs> what did Kate want you to purchase, do, etc.? I don't even know. I stopped listening after that. But it's I get weird things. It's it's in my ongoing adventures of spam email and spam phone calls, and I just don't like spam. I'm not a fan of ham either way. <laughs> I did. It didn't happen to me, but one of my friends did get a uh, 
has gotten repeated voicemails. Actually, I think it was an aunt. Anyways, but she gets a, a call from the, the government saying that this is her final warning before charges are pressed and you've done something illegal and contact this federal agent now. <laughs> it's like, yes, because federal agents are going to call and leave you a voicemail. That, yeah, they're actually going to show up at your door and just do things immediately. They don't have time to call you. Yes. but some, So if you get a call from a federal agent, be prepared to just laugh and not actually take it seriously. That's sound advice, actually. So you heard it from here, folks. Ignore your federal agents but unless they're actually present and you're talking to them. Then you might want to pay attention just not from personal experience, but just a gut instinct, I think, would help you out there. And uh, speaking of conversations that are also like being present and in, in the moment, we asked people um, on Facebook and Twitter if they could be alive in any era before the 1900s, where would they be? It's an ongoing question right now. We haven't gotten many hits, but I'm asking you, sir, if you could be alive or around in any era before 1900, when, where would it be? If I had to pick one right off the top of my head right now, mainly due to my video game choices, but the uh, ancient Greek times are pretty awesome. I may or may not be playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now. Um, Is it good? Matt talked about it, it and he said he loved it. It's it's pretty fantastic. It's Peloponnesian War Simulator. There's not as much assassiny parts yet, since you just kind of carry around a broken off spear and shank people with it. So it's not as secrety, but it's still really awesome. I uh, broke down and I, I downloaded... Uh, Knights of the Republic 2. Nice. And I'm starting off with my Jedi Guardian. Awesome. Always, if you have a chance to play KOTOR 2, do it, because you just have to. <laughs> and, and it's awesome, because it's one of those games that was backwards compatible that we didn't know until you and I deep-dived into a very long list of what you can and cannot <laughs> play from uh, Xboxes of Girlfriend's Past or whatever. <laughs> and Ryan's video game universe re-expanded into this wonderful thing. Because I'm, I'm not the most um, rich individual. I mean, so I I cannot necessarily afford every single new game once it comes out. Um, also, be, because you know Central Florida, but uh, it's a different story. <laughs> um, so I have to wait until either they go on sale or I have to relive the games that I already have. But then again, it's the same with everybody. Like you have to really pick and choose nowadays which game you want to spend $70 on to get immediately. Exactly. And then say you want to buy that $70 game and then that drawer full of games that, well, that was a good idea too. That's like haunting you and calling your name and being like, why haven't you played us? Then you're like, do I really need to spend 70 on this one, or should I play the 40 other games I haven't played yet? <laughs> because that may or may not be a problem. And I don't want to sell those games because they're still good, but some of them become less and less available as technology increases. 
Exactly. But thankfully, Microsoft did us a solid and was like, hey, you like those old games? Well, good, because you can play them again. Which is where I will be uh, mornings before going to work. Well, this week I was watching a movie, but we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so if you guys want to join in on the conversation, uh, these folks are listening, you can always email us at digyknowryano at gmail.com, uh, tweet at digyknowryano, or check out the Facebook page, Did you know with Ryan O. That'll conclude the mailbox of doom. Looks like we escaped that boulder. Whew. That was close. I could have made a boulder statement joke, but that's already been there and done that. It's kind of stale. <laughs> or should oh, I say man. shale? Oh, oof. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, which leads that us... Ro- that was a little rocky there, right? <sighs> I know. I know. I'm taking it all for granted. Oh, jeez. Um, so... Our next bit that we're going to go into is only in Florida. It's where we talk about stories and things that happen that are so ridiculous and crazy that it can only happen in the swampland known as Florida. And, John, I have a doozy for you. Oh, boy. So this is going to be the... This is going to be just the article title itself. Um, Okay. Six-foot boa found squatting in attic what are your immediate thoughts based on that first i didn't know that snakes could squat (laughs) and 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 why how well okay the why and the how are because florida um and that's why it would be in a house attic i guess but it couldn't be in a basement no because then it would be a swimming snake because Florida's like, nope, you don't get a basement. And, and um, most Florida houses just have like three or four feet of concrete underneath the house, and that's about it. Same in South Carolina. You don't. It, there's <laughs> we're at or below sea level, so if you unless you want to swim like an underground swimming pool, which could be cool, but that uh, sounds so know. Harry Potter. It yeah, I don't know exactly how it would work, but it could. It could. So according to the article, um, this guy named Bob, of course, um, of of Anglewood, which is a place in Florida, um, he went up into his attic to investigate some noises his family complained of. So they don't tell you, like, how how long these noises have been happening. They don't tell you, like, how many different times they're complained. So they're very being very vague. And, of course, my immediate thought is, you hear noises in your attic. Is it going to be... Um, Birds, insects, is it going to be uh, uh, squirrels? A mouse, maybe? <laughs> water. Um, water. Or ghosts? Ghosts. I don't know which ghosts might live in your attic, but they, they might. Um, so he went to investigate some noises and found a six-foot boa constrictor. The, the oh trappers <laughs> later asked, because it got trapped, and taken out. Um, they later That's estimated good. it had been up there for two to four years. Two to four years? Oh, my God. So how do you not notice a snake that's been around for two to four years? Oh, because, like, it should be. I would assume it was moving around up there, causing some sort of noise. But you're just like, oh, it must be the wind. The wind sounds like it's slithering, I guess. <laughs> 
And then what is it living off of? Well, that's why there was no mice up there, I guess. <laughs> that's that's a fair assumption. <laughs> or maybe they really like uh, palmetto bugs or cockroaches or various insects. But I think snakes really ate that. I thought that was they were more of a furry critter eating kind of kind of folk. Well, I think at certain points it becomes whatever gets the job done. That's true. So whatever. Whatever else was stored in their attic, too. Maybe it liked insulation? Uh, I don't know. And, and then the the sad part of the... Sometimes the news is ridiculous. They said that the, there's no claim as to um, if it's paying back back rent or something like that. Oh, jeez. Because of squatting and... Of course, and the uh, the boa constrictor maybe he maybe the boa constrictor has a podcast too and can't pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it needs to be a sponsored. Um, maybe I can sponsor its podcast. There we go. We did you know with Ryan I was sponsoring attic boa boa attic podcast boa attic where he just talks about things he's addicted to while being trapped in an attic. Yes, but. That should be a spinoff. We'll we'll have to contact his agent. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so those of you listening, we just copywritten that idea because let's be real, no one else wants to steal it. But just in case you <laughs> wanted to, it's it's ours. You can't have it. <laughs> oh, Florida never change. Never I just gotta change. get a hold of a, a lawyer first, and then you know a guy. Uh, uh let's see. I I know. Uh, trying to think of a lawyer that wouldn't put too much of a squeeze on you. <sighs> That's a crushing you got me started with, right there. You got me started with the rock puns. Now I know, but they're so, so slithery and slimy. Oh. And all these lawyers. And... We'll have to scale up the ladder for. Uh, we should just change of... subjects before this gets <laughs> any more. Um... Oh, I'm just gonna. I was gonna make another pun. I'm just gonna stop right there and just keep on moving. <laughs> um, so let's go into our science fact of the week. So here's Science. something I've been wondering for a long, long time, John. Uh, how how hot is the beam in a lightsaber? How hot? Now are we talking like an actual putting a number to it? Yeah, why not? Uh, let's see. 70 really hot units. <laughs> because I just made those up. Nice. Uh, and so 70 it, I mean, really hot units. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, let's see. Things that we've seen lightsabers go through. Um, hands. Uh, droids. Doors. Which had more doors closed on top of it. But they're still coming through those doors. I imagine those were made of some sort of really intense metal. So we're going to say that it's uh, hot enough to to bend and melt metal, right? Exactly. Or not just like aluminum or anything. We're talking like heavy-duty steel here. Well, so. luckily enough, I just happened to find the uh, the exact temperatures at um, steel becomes soft and melts. So steel becomes soft um, at 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. All right. And it melts at 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. Gotcha. So if we had those numbers, and the lightsaber took, I mean, let's see, lightsaber took maybe 20 seconds to bust through that many layers of door, 
So I'm saying that lightsaber has to be at least like five or six thousand degrees. Because it wasn't like go through metal like a hot knife through butter. It had to work a little bit. So let's so let's 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 bring it back down a tiny bit. Meet somewhere in the middle and say like three three thousand thirty five hundred. I'm good with that. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, um, six thousand might be like melting your hand off while it was that close to you. That'd be a little extreme. Well, and and the sun is at ten thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, yeah, then 35 sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want to make it um, too hot to handle. Oh, man. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what have we done? We're going to take a moment to reflect on what happened while you all listen to some commercials. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This episode has been brought to you by Everyday Cosplay Finds. Ever wanted to show off your favorite character or group of characters, but don't see things online that match your style? Then check out Everyday Cosplay Finds, bringing cosplay into your everyday. Go to etsy.com slash shop slash everyday cosplay finds for more information. And now back to our show. Uh, So now comes the meat of our episode where we're going to talk about things that happened a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away by starting off with this simple question what were you doing in 2005 oh man 2005 i was a sophomore or well let's see what month did it come out was it was that a winter release or Early in the year or late in the year? I'm trying to I, I don't even know. So let's just okay, say so, winter of 2005. Cool. So I was a sophomore in high school, and I still thought Star Wars was cool. And, like, I still think Star Wars is cool. And uh, I was just real excited to actually go see another Star Wars movie in the theater. Because that was the thing. Although now we're living in a time where that is the thing again, which is great. 2005 at that time um let's see i was 16 Ooh, i could drive at that time Ooh, 2000 yeah because michigan had yeah michigan laws are awesome because you could get your learner's permit at 14 and nine months or wait yeah. 2005 you and i were both 16 16 yeah so i could i already could drive yep i got my i got my permit at the earliest chance i could (laughs) was already driving then so let's see i was probably also going around terrorizing the neighborhood with my friends because we like to tp in the hot weather and go do other nefarious things at night that we never got caught but because we're awesome (laughs) (laughs) very nice um i know that i was uh going to the video store as much as possible and, oh, um, I miss the video store. Aren't, aren't I, they great? I long for the days of my my video store that was right around the corner. I could run my bike to it. It was great. Didn't even need the car, though. And, and so it, during that time, let's talk about the, the top 15. We'll just go through a quick list. Top 15 movies from 15 to 1. Um, talking about what happened in 2005. So there was the Amityville Horror with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Did you see it? 
I did not. I still haven't seen that one, actually. It, it was decent. Uh, we got Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. Gotcha. I did see that one. It was. I thought it was creepy because his, his yeah, he was, it was, well, I mean, it's a Johnny Depp movie. He's always a little bit. Insert Johnny Depp look here. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a bit different. They have the jacket here, which I had not seen. Looks like it's Adrian Brody, maybe? Mm, the jacket? Uh, yeah, it's not ringing a bell. There's also uh, Red Eye, which is which was great. It was a Wes Craven movie. We talked about it on an episode of Every Movie Ever Asterisk that I was a co-host for. Nice. Uh, I, think I, I don't think I saw that movie fully. There's Wolf Creek, another horror film. I haven't seen nope. that one yet. House of Wax with Paris Hilton. Eh. <laughs> I think I ended up seeing that with friends just because somebody wanted to see it and we we're like, oh God, do we really have to? <laughs> it, it was terrible. But now movies are getting better on this list. Uh, we got The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe happened in 2005. Ooh, the beginning of that epic, which didn't continue on as far as people thought it might. We also got uh, Ewan McGregor in a movie known as The Island. I love The Island. I thought yes. it was great, too. Jordan 2 Delta. <laughs> Lincoln 6 Echo. We uh, also got Kingdom of Heaven with Orlando Bloom. I don't think I saw that one. Uh, we got Fantastic Four with Chris Evans. <laughs> that would be Fantastic Four take one. Correct. Yes, the, the the first the first take at it. Then we got Crash, which I think won three Oscars. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um then we got Walk the Line, the Johnny That's Cash biopic. That was a great movie. I, I, I agree. It was a, a fantastic trip with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. And you can't fault the music at all because who doesn't like Johnny Cash? He's the man in black. He was a a great, uh, it was just a good time. It was good trips. We we had a King Kong. Yeah, that that was the thing. (laughs) Peter Jackson in between his Middle Earth movies. Yeah, he should. He probably could have just stuck with Let's Focus on Lord of the Rings at that time. I, I wasn't a fan of that King Kong. But we were also graced with uh, Batman Begins. Yes. Yes, we were. Which is still an amazing movie, and I will watch it anytime. Man, that was 2005. Holy cow. (laughs) And so was this movie that we're going to talk about during this podcast, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Woohoo! So, so back then, when when you were watching it, was was that like your first thought of finally they're going to bridge the gap? Yes, I was like, okay, how how are they going to do it? How are we going to bring this in line with episode four? And then they tried. Thank God for Rogue One. I'll just put it that way. (laughs) Yes, Rogue One um, connected some more dots that thoroughly needed answering for. Yeah, we we were like, okay, we're at this point, but. God, there's still a vast amount of space in between these movies. <laughs> so when we last uh, left our heroes in the, the story of Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, um, the clone army had just been created with Count Dooku. 
Yes. And Anakin was, um, or whiny sand baby, uh, was becoming um, extra whiny because of losing his mother. And so he, he got rid of sand people and then lost his arm um, at the start of the Clone Wars. Yes. And yeah, sand, 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 something, something more sand. It gets everywhere. And... <laughs> so basically episode two was good for establishing that sand is bad. And, and he didn't like doesn't like anything with sand. Um, sand people, or um, he doesn't like anything with sand. Mainly just sand and sand people. <laughs> uh, so um, apparently, this movie takes place about three years um, after. Um, after episode two. Yeah. yeah, three years. That's how long the Clone Wars lasted, or for us, six seasons. And a <laughs> mini series. Oh, God bless the Clone Wars TV series. Well, because there, there's two different aspects of it. There's the the 2D version that followed along very closely with the with how the movie was progressing. Um, actually, the last three mini episodes of the 2D animation led directly into the the search for Palpatine, which we'll get into in a moment. And then there's the CG version, which is the six episodes of character depth and and ahsoka and and rex and all these beautiful clones it was amazing that series had such great growth from the beginning because it started as a it grew up with its audience it started as a kid show and then by season six it was not a kid show anymore (laughs) and now these kids have uh they they had rebels which was also dark and and awesome, but only because Clone Wars paved the road so that it could also be dark. Exactly. I need to watch Rebels. I actually have that is one I have not watched yet because I was waiting for it to finish. And now it's finished, so now I need to go watch it. It 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 ends up um becoming a nice journey. Uh it it fills other gaps that needed to and creates closure that the Clone Wars saga never did awesome and then we'll come to see what they end up doing with the clone wars now that it's coming back theoretically well because um based on where it ended and the movie started um if you if you don't count the 2d animation which you should it's you epic. should <laughs> um, if you don't count it then there's still so much room for it to move oh definitely for example so, you you have the the 2d animation um just talking about it because it um, adds into it. You have the the trial where Anakin becomes an actual Jedi Knight. He's no longer a Padawan. Exactly. He he finally progresses a little bit uh, to that next level. Then that gets into his complex about not progressing to more levels later. But <laughs> and, and you get to a, a spot in the first part of Episode Three where Anakin has a, a scar over his eye. And you don't know how that happened. You're like, he, A, his hair got longer, and B, what happened to his face? <laughs> yeah, and they, they don't ever explain it, except for if they, which we, we as the viewers um, watching this all live, got to see those cartoons uh, six months before the actual movie came out. Yeah, so we were like, we know what's going on. <laughs> it, it was it was glorious and epic. We learned who Grievous is. And then the movie started with one of the most epic space battles I've seen in a Star Wars film. 
And that that opening scene is a my favorite scene of the entire prequels, um, and probably my favorite opening to a Star Wars movie. Because it starts and all of a sudden you're like, okay, um, this just got real. This is dark. This is crazy. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah, I think in the theater, because the two Jedi fighters are cruising through the good guys' fleet, you're like, oh, cool, they're on their way to a battle. And then they do that peel over the cruiser and just dive into this madness. I think I yelled out loud, holy crap, (laughs) in the theater, because... It blew my mind. I was not ready for that. It, and the soundtrack just worked so perfectly with the moment. And, oh, it's beautiful. And it leads you into um, Anakin and Obi-Wan, who is no longer Detective Jesus because he got his, his hair cut. Now he's just um, redheaded Alec Guinness. Exactly. Jesus has uh, progressed to... God on Earth, elegantness. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so their mission is to hop aboard Count Dooku slash General Grievous's ship and rescue a senator um, or Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. Yes, we're we're Supreme Chancellor now. Yes, <laughs> but well, Supreme Chancellor plus, but you know, the Jedi still haven't quite figured that one out yet. Because spoilers for a fourteen-year-old movie. Um, Palpatine is Darth Sidious, the Dark Lord of the Sith. Just in case he hadn't figured that out. He is the ultimate bad guy. Which most people, I feel like most people viewing this movie was like, at this point, they, even people who didn't care about Star Wars should have figured out that Palpatine was indeed the bad guy. (laughs) You should have figured it out um, right in between um, episode one, the Phantom NASCAR race. Phantom Nascars, nice. <laughs> and and so they they rescue him. Apparently, this scene of them rescuing him was going to go on for like an extra hour, but they cut it down to what you see. An hour? That I mean, it's a big ship, but that might have been a good call on the editing department on that. And they turned cool... all of that information and and scripts and stuff into the video game. That that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was going to be in the movie. That much better as a video game. Much better. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you don't need all that that nonsense, especially with like the swimming through it and yeah. rescuing and going from place to place. I, I think what it came down to is um, George had a lot of like outlines, but never had a true script until they started making sets, and he's like, "Oh crap." I should make a script. <laughs> and so he rushed through the first draft and then he was rewriting it like days before they were um, going to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. There's behind the scenes stuff of him talking to Hayden about, Hey, I just added this. Palpatine's going to talk about this because it um, adds more and more. Um, and then it will eventually help um, increase uh, Anakin's rise or no, Anakin's fall and increase Vader's rise later. There and, we go. And that's the whole um, Darth, uh, whatever the, the the creepy circus scene. The uh, oh the uh, I believe it's called. Um, 
Oh, it's a Himban Calamari Ballet that's basically Swan Lake, but I think they called it like Squid Lake or something. <laughs> yes, Squid Lake. Squid Lake, that's ridiculous. Yes. Because everything in Star Wars has to have a name. Fair. That's that's <laughs> that's fair. Um so yeah. they so they they end up capturing um Count Dooku. Um decapitating Count Dooku because Palpatine convinced Anakin to do it. Yes, the first instance of Palpatine and his famous do it lines. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> um and and then he he just executed him after all like uh, and then Grievous escapes um and yep. the Jedi crash land on Coruscant. <laughs> Another happy landing. And then we get Anakin who reunites with Padme, who tells him that she's pregnant. Whoa! Oh man, nobody saw that coming, especially Anakin. Yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't know how babies happen because he's a whiny sand baby himself. Exactly. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, yes. And then of he begins I'm to happy. have like visions. <laughs> Of Padme dying in childbirth, so he's happy for three seconds, and then he's not happy anymore. Because he's Anakin, and he can't be happy. <laughs> uh, so, so then what happens? Um, Let's see. So Anakin, yes, finds out that she's pregnant, but then we have to figure out where um, Grievous is. Oh, yeah, and so to do that, Palpatine... Um, basically puts Anakin on the Jedi, but the Jedi say he's 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 on the council, but he's not a Jedi master, which makes Anakin angry that he's not going to be a Jedi master. <laughs> That's the point that comes back to where he got a promotion, but he still has that complex of, of I don't get the promotion that I totally want yet. <laughs> because he believes he should be all-powerful, but everyone's holding him back like that's his entire thing but he's supposed to bring true balance to the force but it's his definition of balance and other people's definition of balance are two different things i think so this is where palpatine um tempts anakin with his knowledge of the dark side um telling him that he has that um there are some things that are unnatural even and he's like anakin's can i can I learn these things? And then Palpatine's all, not from a Jedi. Yes, and then, thus begins the tale of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis. <laughs> it's because, so stupid. Because dark side names have to be something ridiculous. <laughs> so let's, talk, let's make it Plague. That sounds great. Especially because he can fiend to death and steal things and take things from him. And... Yeah. And then Palpatine's little tale, of course, is a tale of his own self-discovery because how else would he know so much about it if he hadn't done it himself? Fair. And so then, of course, in true Star Wars fashion, we switch over to Obi-Wan traveling to Utapu because George Lucas makes really messed up names. Mm-hmm. And Uda, I think it's Uda, Utapau. Okay. If I remember go. correctly from the uh, from Star Wars Battlefront 2, the video game. Utapau. Utapu. <laughs> it's, it's the same garbage. It's just nonsense. Yeah. It, vowels, man. Vowels. <laughs> uh, and so that's where he fights and kills Grievous with uh, a blaster, which is so uncivilized. 
<laughs> but one of my favorite lines was in there because who doesn't love the meme of Obi-Wan going, hello there. <laughs> that's fair. I forgot about that one. <laughs> that's that's probably my favorite prequel meme, which has lately made a resurgence because it's great. <laughs> it is my, my second favorite prequel meme. My first one is... Uh, um, look at all the F's I give Anakin. <laughs> look at them all. <laughs> yes, that would. Yeah, between those two, that it's close. If, if a get, if a meme has Obi Wan in it, chances are it's gonna be good. <laughs> so at the same time that uh, he's killing Grievous, Yoda travels to um to Kashyyyk or Keshik, depending on who you listen to. Um, and they're um having an invasion from the droid people. Yes, and, but who doesn't want to see some Wookiees rip droids to pieces? Because that's what I was excited about when I saw that happening. And Chewbacca is the runt of the litter compared to all of his brothers that are standing around him. Yeah, Chewbacca's just like, I'm a teenager, or whatever that is in Wookiee age demographics. <laughs> in, uh, one of the, um, in, in one of the... Uh, behind the scenes bits, George was like, um, Peter was like the tallest person we could find. Now we just go to like any basketball team and people start off at seven <laughs> foot six. There we go. So you liked your tall rookies. Now we got taller rookies. And, and so they, they do that. And then Palpatine reveals to Anakin that he's the true Darth Lord Sidious. Whoa! <laughs> and that he knows how to save Padme from anakin's visions of padme dying in childbirth which which is just a vision it's not true it's just a vision yes but and then anakin's like whoa and then the jedi are like hey wait (laughs) and then enters everyone's favorite purple lightsaber wielding badass oh yeah mace Mace windu comes up and he uh confronts and subdues the sith lord with a kit fitso oh it's it's so cool and then with the the lightning they disfigure his face yes leaving him scarred and deformed and but fear fear fearing that he'll lose padme um anakin chops off windu's hand allowing palpatine to um will allow him to escape uh, to use his unlimited power, which makes um, <laughs> makes Mace window Mace window Mace intruder out the window. <laughs> he Mace was an intruder. He came out intruder window. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Sorry, I'm Ooh. forcing puns. It's it's bad. Uh, force puns. <laughs> so then, because of that, um. Anakin pledges himself to Lord Sidious, who dubs him Darth Vader. At this point, Anakin's like, he's just a pile of goo at this point. He's like, lost all will and control. And he's like, I pledge to you. I'm useless. Make me useful. Because he's having the internal struggle of, oh crap, I just threw a Jedi Master out a window. Well helped throw a Jedi Master out a window. And three other Jedi Masters just got hacked up by uh, this crazy dark side dude. But hey, let's join the crazy dark side dude. Why not? It'll Why be not? Fun, right? He promises he can save my gal, so let's do it. Yeah. So, so then Order 66 happens. Yes. Where everybody's like, oh, this is sad now. <laughs> so all the clone troopers who were 
created by Palpatine many, many years ago because he wanted to have his own army eventually because they knew it was going to... Was it? That's always confusing. Because they say it was Tyrannus. So, like, was it Dooku who created it? Was it Palpatine who created it? They never really go into it. They don't... Yeah, they don't ever really delve into it. I think it's Palpatine using other people's names or having somehow used a Jedi uh, Master sifo sifo that's right. Master, yes. sifo F S I F O D Y A Z. Yes. So I'm wondering if Palpatine convinced him to do this, like that, hey, it's good. You want to go do this errand for me? By the way, create a giant clone army. Cool. <laughs> and sifo uh shows up in, <clears throat> let's see, he. What is he in? He's in a game? Um, Let's find out. Death over the Umanbanun. Legacy. Yeah, they name drop Sifo-Dyas in episode two, and then everybody's like, who? <laughs> There's so many Jedi at that point, though, so I guess they go on the idea that, well, we'll just name a random one, because nobody's going to know anyways. They, it's He's in The Lost One, which is a um, six-season episode of The Clone Wars, where they show him actual background. That's right. Yes. I was like, I feel like I've seen him before. I couldn't remember if it was a game. Or, well, he or was show. also in... Um, um, Star Wars, uh, let's see, he was mentioned and mentioned and mentioned in all these things. But yeah, yeah. The Clone Wars, um, he was in three different episodes. Three. He was mentioned in two of them, and he was mentioned <laughs> in uh, Attack of... Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So Clone yeah, so Wars. So he... He is the most mysterious Jedi. There we go. <laughs> so, so, anyways, the clone troopers—they basically have to kill all the Jedi. Yep. Thanks to that little sneaky backdoor that Palpatine put into their uh, basically programming uh, conditioning. We'll go with yeah. Which forces them to to do it, and then Vader. Um, I'm I'm no longer going to call him Anakin because at this point he's no longer Anakin. Yes. And he's no longer yeah. going to be Anakin until a future movie that we'll talk about probably in two, 2020 <laughs> when we get yes. to it. <laughs> yes, Anakin at that point, he's got he's start getting the red the the yellow irises. He's got red in his eyes. He's miserable but just angry. <laughs> and he takes it out on children where he kills the younglings on his way to the volcanic planet Mustafar. To go kill more people because there's still that whole war thing going on and he has to end the war because that's his duty. Yeah, so he kills all the separatists who were in charge of the clone or the, the droid army. So now all the droids are going to be gone. Hooray! And this is where Palpatine declares himself emperor of the Galactic Empire. And that's how um, democracy dies with thunderous applause. <laughs> I do like that line of Padme. It's it's oh so fitting in Star Wars, maybe in current times, but we're not even going to touch that one with a ten foot pole. Oh um, no! Oh no! 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 We we like sci fi universes better. So at this uh, point, um, besides 
the the rebels nonsense um, that we're not going to get into till later. Um, Obi Wan and Yoda are the only Jedi that are still left. Yes, and yeah, that. <laughs> well, the only Jedi that we see in this movie, because other things, yeah, later. Yeah. But like Ryan said, we'll get to that later. That's right. Um. So so Padme, um, tries to go to Musafar and turn, uh, Vader into the back to the light side. And yes. Obi Wan, um, follows follows her, and um, and ends up off. Let's see. He stows away on her ship, and then he exits the ship while him, while, while Vader and Padme are talking. And then Vader spots him and immediately starts choking Padme, thinking that she has betrayed him. Yeah, Vader inside's like, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> so he gets all more angry. And Obi-Wan's like, mm, time to take out the trash, I think. <laughs> and, and this is where they have the most epic two-minute lightsaber battle. Yes, this probably the best lightsaber choreography in any movie. <laughs> they they were practicing it for two months, apparently. Um, and it shows, because they went everywhere. They were inside a building. They were outside a building. They were... Swinging for ropes. And, and Hayden was working on it for months before that to try to keep himself in shape. Yeah. Whereas Ewan I mean, uh, just kind of like, He's like, yep, I'm awesome. I can do this. Give me the rope. Let's go. <laughs> and, and so their their fight leads them to uh, an attack where, where Obi-Wan gets himself on top of a hill and Vader, who is on a uh, floating barge in the lava um, tries to tries to get at Obi-Wan who says it's over Anakin I have the high ground insert Obi-Wan meme number three <laughs> <laughs> because it, Obi-Wan always has the high ground and then he's like uh, like like and and so then Anakin or sorry Vader at this point being the the arrogant twat that he is just kind of tries to jump over him and um and obi-wan severs his legs and arms leaving him at the bottom of the lava flow um burning on fire yes screaming just like he did about sand except this time instead of well technically that's why he was so mad because it was black sand and he did not like laying in the black sand that's clearly why everywhere (laughs) It got in his skin, and oh yeah. <laughs> and, and so then Yoda and Palpatine duel in in the uh, the Senate area. And he's Palpatine decides to literally destroy democracy physically by ripping out <laughs> Senate seats and hurling democracy at Yoda. And then Yoda uh, escapes um, with Bail Organa, um, and he, and then Yoda basically starts to communicate with Qui-Gon from beyond the grave. Is that, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. He's, he learns, he gets, uh, visions and messages from Qui-Gon and decides he's like, yep, deuces guys. I'm going to go to a forest planet and learn how to communicate with the dead, which was also, um, filmed and they put it on one of the Blu-ray box sets as a deleted scene. Yes. I have not seen it, but I, I need that- to. They could have, that was a deleted scene I think they could have put in. That would have been a nice touch. 
<laughs> and so at this point, Palpatine travels to Mustafar in order to um, take his pupil and turn him into a giant hulking machine um, known as Darth Vader. Yes, because at this point, he's like human barbecue, and uh, they have to pluck him out of the sand, put him on a cart, and wheel him back to Coruscant. And so then we get um, Bail Organa, we get um, Yoda and uh, Obi-Wan, who are with uh, Padme, who who was dying, but she gives birth to a boy and a girl, twins, and then the boy goes to live with his family and Obi-Wan on, on Tatooine, and the, the, the girl goes with Bail Organa to Alderaan to become a princess. If, if people at this point have not seen the other three movies first, what the hell is wrong with you? Because you need to see the old movies before you watch this, because this will spoil the crap out of episode five. Because when you get to Empire Strikes Back, and he's like, no, I am your father. You get to that point, and you're like, well, yeah, we already knew that. But no, you get you get to... Th- it, it ruins it. It ruins it. <laughs> it's prequel. You got to watch in, in chronological, in real chronological order, not Star Wars universe chronological order. Or you Otherwise, watch it in Ryan's gonna... order, 45236. Forget episode one. Yep. You can throw Rogue One in there now, too. Oh, yes, yeah, true. You can start <laughs> with Rogue One. That's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you could do. Yeah. Oh yeah, how would you throw around going into that order? Would you, you do it? You do it before um, episode four because it doesn't hurt; it just adds. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And especially because of how hardcore Vader looks at the end, but we'll talk about that in a future episode. Yeah, yeah, because that leads out well. Because then you're like, okay, Darth Vader's still Darth Vader. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and so then we we finally end with um, the Emperor. Uh, or Yoda exiling himself to Dagobah and Vader and the Emperor overseeing the construction of the Death Star. Um, after we get to hear the lovely, um, no, you, you're, you killed her. And then Vader's all, no. And we end with them, um, Owen and Baru on tattooing with the two sons. Um, setting. And the music swells, and then it's like, yay, we da, made da, it. Da, 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 episode three. It Hooray. is over. Da, 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 da. <laughs> now, what happens in all this time between this and episode four? Because <laughs> it still didn't give us all the answers we wanted. <laughs> so, so then, uh, you're right, there's just so many questions. So, so so many questions. So many questions. So let's talk about um, episode three, shall we? Let's let's. Well, um, its production budget was um, one hundred and thirteen million dollars. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of coins right there. <laughs> so, what do you think its um, its worldwide gross has been? Worldwide gross. Oh, current worldwide gross or it's a yeah. To this point, because at its release, I'll tell you, opening weekend it made 108 million, so it almost made its money back immediately. That's pretty good. Um, let's see. I'm gonna guess it's gotta be getting close. 
worldwide, I would say it has to be getting close to uh, a billion dollars. How close? Mm, I'm gonna say within within fifty million dollars. It's at uh, eight hundred and fifty million. That's not bad. That was, yeah, man, nice that work. Was closer than I thought. It was like it's Star Wars. If it made that much right off the bat, plus it came out in these days and ages where ticket sales cost more money. Yeah, it that's a lot of bucks. <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous, but amazing. And and um, movies since then, the Star Wars movies have been making more and more ever since, except for Solo. But that's a horse of a different color. And that wasn't its own fault. <laughs> no, I, I blame it all on um, the fans and how they didn't like the story of Episode Eight. And I blame it on the release date. It should have been at Christmas like the other movies. This <laughs> one was when I think at Christmas now, May. I think Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, they released it in May, which was too close to Avengers and other Marvel movies. and It was movie overload in May. <laughs> well, when they did um, Episode 3, it also came out in the middle of May, apparently. Really? Okay. But it didn't have much to fight with, so it had like Batman yeah. Begins. That's about it. Yeah, Mar- Marvel wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> and and Not that, now they degree. know better because they're fighting against each other. They're fighting against itself. Yes. <laughs> You're destroying the things that you loved. <laughs> it's over. We have the high ground. Well, well, duh. well, we have the high ground, the low ground, the middle ground, and all the ground because <laughs> who is the evil empire nowadays? Some may say that... <laughs> Might be a Darth Mickey, but dun, 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 dun. oh boy! Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the, our our favorites and least favorite things, like we do in on every uh, Star Wars episode. We'll start with our favorite. Let's start with our least favorite character. Who is your least favorite character from this movie? Least favorite character. I'm not going to lie, I don't like how they did Padme in this movie. I don't think they did her justice. Well, it's, <laughs> she probably, had... it's probably George. He doesn't know how to write women. He really doesn't. But, like, she just became super damsely and always in distress. And then, oh, no, I can't will to live. But which Anakin, is the lamest breaking excuse. my heart. Losing the will to live was the lamest thing ever. You're I'm going sorry. Down a path I just can't follow. <laughs> yeah, she turned into from aggressive negotiations. Let's blast everybody in episode two. To oh, I can't do it anymore. Which is not Natalie Portman's fault. It's not even her character's fault. It's just bad writing. <laughs> episode two, Padme is just amazing. Yeah, that's. That's peak Padme. Even episode one Padme was far better than episode three Padme. So so my least favorite character in episode three is the leader of the Techno Union Army. I am the part of the Techno Union Army. Because he has no purpose other than to stand there and get slaughtered by Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, the same could be said for uh, for Newt Gunray, too. He's like, they promised us peace. Wow, done. But he was my least favorite character for many things. It's just because the, yeah. the trade federation is just, it's, it's dumb. 
Well, let's base a movie trilogy off of a trade dispute. Whoops. <laughs> so then let's move on to our, our favorite characters, just because we can't go on from there. No. Uh, favorite characters, uh, I mean, my, my homeboy, Obi-Wan. He brings it home in this movie. Well, of course. Well, besides Obi-Wan, because he's always oh, our okay. favorite character in all That's three movies. That's true. <laughs> I guess I have to pick another favorite character then. Um Let's see, Mace Windu did a good job. Fortunately, got thrown out a window, so I don't think he goes for favorite character. So while you're thinking about it, I will uh, let you know that mine is Kit Fitzo. See, I like Kit Fisto in the other ones because he dies in this one, though. But how he does it, he does it with such pizzazz. Like, hey, guys, let's... Or Commander Cody. Nope, I'm saying it's Commander Cody. That's a good one. Commander Cody. Gotta be Cody. Cody's a great choice. Um, in this one, I think. Oh, I just had it. Um, I, honestly, Palpatine might be my favorite character. In this <laughs> nice. One. Is it because, because he's so quotable? He's so quotable. He's his scheme has come to fruition. He knows no. all the moves before everyone else does. No, no, no. Heck, he probably even knew that Mace Windu was coming through that door, hence he had the lightsaber already in his hand, and here we go. So, his plan came to fruition. He won. He succeeded. He might have got a little scarred and deformed, but he's the winner of this movie, by nice. far. Nice. That, that's a good one. So, um, what would you say is the best outfit? The bet I'm gonna say Anakin actually because he his Jedi robes have taken on the I want to be a Jedi but I also am starting to lean more towards that dark side because I threw some leather on here and I'm looking a little darker maybe I just want to be really cool but I don't know he he pulls off the look good. Honorable mention goes to the guys on Utapau, though, with the crazy red cloaks, because those were awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're right. Those those are pretty cool. Um, what, was, what was your favorite outfit? So my my favorite outfit, um, just because they're ridiculous and a half, it's, it's got to be um, the clones from from episode three. Mm. And so specifically um, from Order 66, because Order 66 is absolutely the most insane thing that exists in the thing. So Order 66 clones. Um, yeah, because you get you get to see all the different kinds of clones that are fighting this war. Yeah. Um, is it the ARC Troopers? Yeah. Well, because like I really, if we're talking troopers, I really like uh, is it Commander Gee on Kashyyyk with the green like commando armor. Oh yeah, he's freaking awesome. <laughs> um, are you thinking the guys on the speeder bikes? No, it's it's um, it's the so like the guys in red. On, oh, the, on Hoth. Yeah, the uh, like the. Uh, like the Imperial Guard style guys. It's so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a photo onto the page once I once I find a picture of it. But honorable <laughs> mention is the Arc Troopers with the the blue stripe. Yes. Yeah, they're always good. Yeah, 
I mean, Cody Cody and his clones had a good look going, too. I thought Orange. I, I dug that. Yeah, and I like Cody's I'll, amazing. I like how, yeah, that all the different battalions and groups of clones, all they adapted the armor and the look to each planet, which I thought was really cool. Which is necessary when you're trying to blend in or succeed in that area, too. Exactly. Something that apparently the Empire forgot when, you know, stormtroopers became a thing. Let's just make them all plain white. Why not? I'm going to have to stop scrolling and I'm just going to I'm going to find it, screenshot it and put it on the thing because it's going to take forever. Um, <laughs> so then least favorite outfit. Um, I'm going to say it's um, it's Palpatine when he's fighting Yoda with his weird redness going on. Yeah, that was a little bit strange. Um yeah. Oh. His favorite character, but yeah, that was a poor wardrobe choice. Um least favorite outfit. I'm going to keep ragging on Padme. Her looks were not doing it this time. Yeah, cuz she she used to be all regal and then she went into yeah. this um like she was just a badass in episode 2. Mhm. Uh, yeah, what they did with her character her look i mean yes i mean she's pregnant so you can only do so much with that but they could have done better with it <laughs> i feel like she would have maintained more of her regalness and not i'm going to lay around in glorified silk pajamas all day because that's kind of what it seemed like it and then her final outfit the tunic with the weird belt cross things <laughs> i don't know not not with the baby bump too it was a little little questionable it's 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 all questionable speaking of things that are not questionable um let's talk about our favorite lines and least favorite lines in the movie (laughs) favorite line still is hello there because it's just and obi-wan's so damn quotable (laughs) that one or uh, the uh the i have the high ground Oh sure. Those are those are my two favorite. Though those are, are both great. My my favorite is is still um wipe them out. All of, <laughs> All them. of them. Yes. <laughs> Order sixty six. It's it's so epic. Yeah. Was, you can't go wrong with that one. Like I, I feel that way sometimes when it comes to tourists, but I digress. <laughs> um anyways, so the worst line oh, of the movie. Worst line. For sure, is, is it, don't make me kill you. Oh yes, that's my least favorite line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because do it is just the do it is just so great. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole Anakin's responses to Obi Wan when Obi Wan's challenging him, "Why are you doing this?" I are hate just you. So, yeah, but put my point of view, the Republic, this, it's, uh, the Jedi are wrong. Blah, yeah. blah. He's just like turns the teen, whiny teenager up to eleven. His delivery is not that great. And His then we button jumps. it with no. Yeah, so many people hated that. No, <laughs> so many people. But it was it was fitting because he he's he's running through like a billion emotions. Um... Yeah, I thought it fit. I didn't have a problem with it. So I think I agree with you. All like all of Anakin's whiny bits when they're fighting is just sad, cringy, it's cringy. And it's not Hayden's <laughs> fault. It's 
he wasn't given the best script. No, no, and absolutely so, not. And so let's talk, let's finally talk about um, what we think is the worst moment in uh, in episode three. Worst moment. My least favorite moment is the explanation why Padme's dying. Just <laughs> so hokey. She's I'm lost like, the will to live. It's like really robot. She's lost the will to live. Not my husband force choked me and threw me to the ground, or at literally anything else. You could have said anything else, and I would have been fine with it. I don't like seeing um, Vader slaughter younglings. That's that's on my list. Yeah, like yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's probably that's bad. That's just real not good. The look on that poor little kid's face when he's like, Master, Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. And then he's just like, Shing. it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and especially he's really after, gonna do that. <laughs> like in the last episode, we got um the, the, the younglings talking about um, Per- perhaps the the archives have been tampered with, and then Yoda's all like, mm, "Mind of a child," <laughs> or Master Obi Wan has lost a planet. How embarrassing! And everybody's like, "Yeah, it's cute. That's fun." And then Let's we slaughter them, slaughter them all. He Not just the women like animals. or the children. Uh, okay, it's so like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, that's terrible. Um, so then our, our, our what's your favorite moment? What do you think is the, the most badass, the your favorite moment of episode three? Uh it's a tie. Um favorite moment still gotta be the opening. That opening just blew me away. Okay. Um and then the uh the epic duel of the fates turned up to eleven lightsaber battle between Obi Wan and Anakin. I I still think I'm I'm like it's still number one in my book Order sixty six it's reached yeah. the chart charts on all of these. There we go. So to sum this one up, John hates how they treated Padme, and Ryan really likes Order sixty six. I do like. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark and it fits. It fits oh so well. And we get to see all those planets they talked about. Like, and we get to see all the, the clones in their different outfits. I love that, too. Mm-hmm. And we get to see those Jedi Masters actually doing Jedi Master-type things. As opposed to sitting in chairs? Yeah. I think the I think my the one that got me most was uh, Ki Adi Mundi. Because he's like, let's go! And he starts running out there. And then the clones just stop. And he's like... Come on, <laughs> let's go, guys. And they're like, no. <laughs> and then shoot him. It's like, oh, God. Or, or when, <laughs> like, Plo Koon is on his uh, his ship, and all of a sudden his wingmen, like, fly back and then start shooting at him. Yeah, he's like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes here, guys. <laughs> it's Same it's with epic. the... Uh, same with the master on the uh, speeder bikes. They're cruising along, and they hit the brakes, and it's all over. Pew, pew, death. And then, let's see, what's the other one we see? Oh, yes, everyone's favorite hot Jedi, Ayla Secura. Yep, on the, um, like, the, the planet. The fl- planet. Yes, uh, Felucia. Yeah, I don't, the only reason you I remember would. these planet names, the only reason I remember these planet names is because I played so much. Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PS2. 
Felucia sounds like a minutia word. <laughs> Felucia, flowers. I don't know. It was close. Uh, so, but, so for those of you out there, um, I, I, I guess you can vote too, right? Yeah. I think they should. Exactly. They should vote. They should definitely vote. But before we tell them what to vote for, let's go into, um, out of all these, like we 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 ranked them this way, like. Because I, I hate episode one, and then I like this one, and then I love episode two, and you're like, I you don't like episode two, and yeah, and I would refer, I would watch episode one for episode two. So then we decided that the the next logical choice was this one comes after those based on our um, aggregate averages, I guess. Exactly, it is a good way to to wrap up the the prequels in a nice little bow with definitely. Yeah, hands down, episode three wins the prequels. So then, next time you come on, we'll have to talk about. Is, is it so? Do we talk about solo next? Yeah, I think I think we should talk about solo next since okay. we we alluded to it and it's it's wrongdoing, not of its own accord, but it, it's the one. It's the one that seems to not get any respect besides then, episode eight. <laughs> and then after that, we can just go in chronological order and finish her out. I'm I'm totally good with that. Yeah, do solo and you want to do Rogue One after that? That's that sounds good. I I think we're gonna have to do that. Um, and then it'll be yeah, we're gonna go universe chronological order because that makes sense. Why, why not? <laughs> By that time, we can talk about um, Mandalore and. All these oh, other ones. Yes. It'll be yeah. Well, there'll trips. be some Clone Wars thrown in there, and maybe a Star Wars video game discussion. And I think that would be that would be pretty awesome. I'm in. It's it's gonna be um it's gonna be a good time. So for those of you out there, um, if you want to vote for what your favorite Star Wars um moment has been for Episode Three, you can do so on the Facebook page. We're gonna have a photo of it. You just type in. Well, you just like whatever answer it is, and we'll tally up the votes and talk about it on a future episode. Um, also, if you want to join in on this conversation, any conversation, all conversations pertaining to Did You Know with Ryan O, you can email us at didyouknowryano at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at didyouknowryano, or check out that Facebook group, Did You Know with Ryan O. It has been epic trips, good sir. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode. Thanks for having me once again, Ryan. Always, always good trips. Always indeed. And for those of you out there, find your awesome, hold on to it, and share it with the world. I've been Ryan O. We'll see you next time.
you know it.